Life is complicated. This is true. I'm just, I, I will say there was a local coffee shop that had two tip jars out. Oh, One said <laughs> Will Smith and the other said Chris Rock. Yeah. And there were a lot of money in the Chris Rock category. No way. Oh, That's yeah. a lot of money. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Radio Hour, joined on this blustery March night at the Bluegrass Homebrew Supply. Good adjective. Thank you. I'm joined today <laughs> by David blustery. Satterley, John Renane, hey. my, and myself, Michael Muller. Together we are Global Ale Trail. We also have a special guest who we'll intro here in a second. Uh, but guys, did you know that we have a Patreon? Uh, we do. Uh, okay. So if you are listening to this on podcasts and you really want to see our faces and see how red we get when we get all the hops in, into us, yeah, uh, you can you can see that at patreon.com slash Kentucky Commons, uh, KY Commons. Um, you have different options and you get different things in addition to the video. Uh, you get LAT swag, but then occasionally you might get something special. You might sign up under a whim and think, hey, what does this random button do? And you find out that you can make a special request. Uh, and that special request, David, do you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, so it was a beaver suit. Uh, did that one last week. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But the next one, which I signed up for, or someone signed up for me to do, was a long form prose on water dwelling amphibians. <laughs> Um, while long form prose typically goes past 50,000 words, it's got to be a novel or a memoir. I have written the first chapter after several months, so I'd like to share that with everyone. Let's, okay. let's hear it. Uh, Lauren H., this is for you. Thank you, Lauren. A chilly spring dawn, but not cold for Cedric. Cedric's temperature oscillated between the sun's rays, starting the day at 50 oh degrees, God. It would be no time before rising to 65. Like most mornings, Cedric was damp, but not wet, as he sat perched atop the lily pad, occasionally flicking his tongue the length of his body in an effort for a morning snack. Time seemed slow this morning as Cedric recalled the events of the previous evening. Swirling thoughts flowed around his head. How long is this? This is just chapter one. Oh my god. What so is this? I would I would say that Lauren, if you want to hear the rest of this long opinion <laughs> prose, this is fantastic stuff. And, I didn't and, even and, get through half a page. What and, kind of attention span do you guys have? And you deserve Lauren to hear the entire thing. You can because you're a member of our Patreon, <laughs> Patreon.com/slash Kentucky Commons. So today is a special day. <laughs> Moving on, we are joined by Liz Vale from West Six Brewing in Lexington, Kentucky. Liz lives here in Louisville with us. Although, of course, Liz, what did you think about the amphibian prose that you just heard. Did you know <laughs> that you were walking into that? I, I didn't really know what to think, but it was quite detailed. Let's take one moment here just to say David Sadley, that was I thought it was, it was. I, thought it was, it was I couldn't believe something. I, I think I heard the word oscillated. That was that was a good word. Well, it's guys, a whole story about Cedric. Guys, do you guys know anything about long form prose? First of all, it is detailed. You literally have like three pages written. It it's is, like, yeah. It's complex. It's 50,000 words or more. It's a novel or a memoir narrative Tons of backstory and a multitude of characters. So this is just chapter one. We got through a half a page. A for effort. And we only have to do this 500 more times until yep. I fulfill Lauren's promise of long form and, and you can do that on the Patreon. Uh, and everybody that wants to join, you can you can do that too. So was uh, I was touched. Major Ralph Waldo Emerson vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Did anyone get that he was a frog? Yeah, yes. of course. Okay, all right. All right of all course. Right. That was going to be yeah. the, the big reveal. Yeah, the yeah. Big well, he was, a, he was a, a prince that was turned into a frog, right? I can't give away yeah. too much. The frog is a metaphor. So, Liz, you're from West Six. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was an what? excellent story about a frog. Mm -hmm. Half page. Thank you. So, Liz, you've, you've been all of our friends for a very long time here in Louisville. Happy to have you on. But we also wanted to have you on to talk about 10 years with West Six. Yeah, before can't we, believe that. Before we get to that, can you first tell us about the beer that we're drinking right now in front of us? Yeah. So, it is um, called the Decade Double. It's our anniversary IPA. Um it has done extremely well at the tap room. Um, it's, I feel like it's sweeter. Um, it's floral notes, uh, but 
pretty Absolutely. pretty tasty. Um, in general, um, I I personally really like double IPAs and was very very excited to hear West Six was bringing this back because I think they're kind of phasing Hell or Heaven out, which makes me very sad. Oh, oh, um, big sad. <laughs> I know. I is this in that same vein? I hope I hope to see it, um, but again. We've got a lot going on, a lot of moving parts, so yeah. who knows, but I was extremely excited to hear uh, about this double IPA. It has, in fact, sold so well that uh, our new tap room barely got any. Oh, we wow. had to send it all to Lexington, so this is pretty special to try it. Um, I've got I some... I a little corner liquor store over here. I, go, I bought a four-pack just in case, and the yes. guy said, Man, we can't just, what is this? Why is everybody buying this? So I was like, oh, you sweet, know, it's sweet. Sweet. 10 years. It's a beautiful can. Really yeah. like the artwork on it. Really speaks to, hey, this is a party. Yeah. Let's, party. let's party all. Let's party all. And we partied all week long last week. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I, I got a chance to go up to Lexington on Wednesday. Um, I'm a huge fan of of all the the, the nonprofit work West mm -hmm. Six has done. And um crazy to to say that we have um reached over a million dollars in giving to uh nonprofits wow, in the last ten years. That's awesome. That's, that's really great. and that's through so, the pay it forward. Um not it's through, through all, all of, of our it. programs. Yeah, okay. So we do have a pay it forward Coco Porter, but we also at our tap rooms um every month we choose a local nonprofit in that region. Um sometimes it's it's the same, maybe Louisville, Lexington, Frankfurt. Um but we do a, a wooden nickel program. Which, yeah, those are the mm -hmm. tokens I see. Yeah, the yeah. tokens. So every flight you get at any of our tap rooms, you get the token. You can either get like a discount on merch. I think it's a dollar or so. Or donate that dollar to a nonprofit. Nice. Um, we also so you do. you kind of try to guilt them into like. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, either way. Yeah, it's it's a win-win. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then we do every month what's called a six for a cause, which is. Um, a nonprofit, we will come out and kind of just hang out with us for a few hours, um, usually on a Saturday, and we'll get 6% of the total sales. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah that's great. So, and a million, uh, a million dollars. That's uh, over a million dollars. Over, over, over one million. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, 10-second tasting notes on your old double IPA. It yeah. tastes, I like it because it reminds me a lot of the West 6 IPA. Yeah. But it's kicked it us. It does. Like, it's... Similar hot profile, yeah, it is but like you said, it's got profile. that big warm malt bill underneath it. Yeah, I'm, I'm tasting Strata hops, maybe uh. some Simcoe, <laughs> maybe some Mosaic. I think some Comet in there. And the Simcoe is, that, is, is what Chinook yeah, IPA has. Hops. Um, is, yeah, it's very good. So everybody, make sure you go out and get at least a pour of this before yeah. it disappears. Yeah. I just um, did a little celebration last night at Hilltop Tavern, um, so it might still be on there. And then what do I have? Oh, Liquor Barn coming up. Um, Thursday and Friday, Liquor Barn Middletown on Thursday, Liquor Barn Springhurst on Friday, and I'm 99% sure I've got to look at my calendar. I'm doing <laughs> it, it every, Evergreen Nulu, nice. um, and special tapping on Saturday. Nice. What, I, an, what an incredible milestone! Ten, ten years. years. Yeah, That's what it's, yeah. and the beer is one percent per year, so it's a ten year. Yeah, yeah, ten percent IPA. It's funny. I mean, ten years ago. Liz and I went to college together. You guys don't know. We're about the same <laughs> age, plus. so we're both we're both turning twenty nine <laughs> yeah. this year. Yeah, the big three. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Um, but so ten years ago, we we were in Lexington. Seems like just yesterday. I think that is the year that I left. I think that's the year I moved to Wisconsin for a hot second, and before coming back to Louisville, but. I mean, you guys were trailblazers in Lexington. So I didn't, I was not living in Lexington at that moment um, when West Six opened. I left Lexington, I want to say in 2010, I think. Yeah. Um, and I just had to kind of just get out and see the world. See you the world. need to get out of Fayette County. <laughs> need to get out of Fayette County. I do love Lexington, though. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's got a very soft spot in my heart. Me I too. was there for a long time. So, okay. so <laughs> what so before you get to West Six, like you had yeah. some inkling of like, hey, I like craft beer to some extent. So do you have like a craft beer journey you can share with us and how you yeah. got to where you are today? Actually, Michael, it's funny you say that. Because I brought my whole craft beer journey kind of like pick picking out little um pretty awesome moments via beer. And this Franz's Goner leads me back to Lexington. Um one of the first beers that I feel like kind of of the more crafty end of things, not your Amber Bach, not your, your, you know, $5 pitcher. We'd get Killian's and we <laughs> yeah, thought we were like drinking craft beer back then in Lexington. Yeah. It was, yeah. Um, but Pazzo, good old Pazzo's Pint Night. Dude, um, Pazzo's underrated, like legend. Yeah. That's what, I, that was actually something I forget about, but that was one of the places I got to try craft beer first. And I, amazing calzones and pizzas. I went like. too often that um, I 
would text the server how many people we <laughs> were having <laughs> at nice. Pint Night, bypass the line. We would go straight to the basement. Jamie, she lives in Michigan now. She's a rock star. Um, but anyway, this Franziskaner kind of, I mean, it's hard to choose one beer. I was tempted between Franziskaner and Chimay. I know mm. they're two totally mm-hmm. different, but Chimay was like a very fond college memory beer. Um, my One of my roommates at, in college, he got a keg of Chimay for his birthday. Nice. <laughs> it was like... Blurred. <laughs> All right, I, I, I like I like having you on the podcast. I want to talk to this person though because like <laughs> yeah. that's a story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I can't imagine being in college and wanting to get a keg of Chimay. <laughs> we had a very interesting like group of people in college. It was, oh, yeah. a, it was a unique oh, yeah. time to be in Lexington. Um, but yeah, this this goes out to Lindsay Volk, Hell who yeah. is uh, uh, running for judge. Let's shout out her campaign. Yeah. If you guys are uh, considering who to vote for, for is it family judge or just circuit judge? Circuit judge, yeah. judge. I want to say it's District Eight. Yeah, we'll put links below. But Lindsay Volk is a great human being and great. Um, a, an appreciator of good beer. Yes, too. yes. So, you know, I, if you want the beer vote, I'm I'm not in her district, but uh, I wish her well. Yeah. <laughs> look look at that platform. I guess here in <laughs> voting for Lindsay. Um. So okay, but you, so yes. you, so you start drinking some, so, some some good beer in college. Yeah. Pint night, and then am I um, am I the only one that doesn't know what? Francis Gunner is what? it's like a very <laughs> traditional like, yeah. Hefeweizen. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Really? you can smell the banana. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is like your quintessential, your, um, I believe it's German. Yeah. It's, it's one of the oldest breweries in the yeah, world. Like, up with those vines to fodder okay. and like okay, other well, ones. But yep. yeah. Question answer. <laughs> <laughs> the Franz. The Franz. Many would say. <laughs> not, like, not, 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 uh, not Christopher's. Uh, no, Don. Yeah. Yeah. Not his cat. But, yeah. I think that's oh, yeah, the brewery cat. that they isolated the quote unquote strain from. So that is the shiny example of German Hefeweizens. Yes, um, and I actually haven't had it in probably 10 years. You want to go a little pour? <laughs> yeah. Go, a little pour. go for it. Um, I've got a whole bottle here, too, oh, yeah. if you want. Um, yes. But I wanted to, like, take beers down my, my little history of... I mean, classic German Heffa. So the next one I brought is the Delirium Trimmons. Ooh, Trimmet. I love that beer. And this was my very, this, my very first, I would say, epic adventures. I go on as many as possible these days, but... Um, I went with my brother. We did a planes, trains, and automobiles type adventure in oh. Europe. Oh. <laughs> and it was, nice. Did you go to the cafe? Um, yes, I went to the cafe. And we also went to a Belgian um, beer fest in um, in, this, yeah, in the Grand Place of, like, I mean, it's just amazing little, little area in Belgium. And yeah. they would, you would buy tokens for the glass. Each, each beer had its specific glass, obviously. Yeah. And you would, that would be part of the beer fest. Very cool. That's awesome. Um, so this kind of reminds me of that. We went to a Liverpool soccer game. We went, did a ferry from England to Ireland. And then. Uh, Where are we in the Lisville story here? What this year? is, I bet I was right before Goose Island. So it was probably 2011, 2012. Nice. Yeah. 2012. It was 2012, 100%. Um, but. That's freaking awesome. But yeah, it was. A lifetime of an adventure and and my brother kind of like we each had our thing because my brother's big liverpool soccer fan and i'm i was i am really big into beer yeah those um, things go together pretty well so. yeah <laughs> so it was an adventure so you had already fostered like your appreciation for craft beer yeah like, yeah you, that long when, when i feel if, like my parents kind of would okay. go out to uh breweries i mean back in the day before mm-hmm. i was of drinking age there wasn't a ton but I remember drinking a lot of root beer as a kid sure. at the at the local pubs. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have their own like homemade root beer. Do you think that root beer translates to wanting beer when you get older? Is that I did mean, you ever, to ever be drink honest, root beer when you were a kid? I, we had like the root beer making kits and I stuff like that. I didn't like a lot of beer when I I didn't like beer that much before I was twenty one. I remember actually getting slapped because I said I didn't want a PBR. I didn't like it. Was it Will Smith? <laughs> it, it brings it full circle. I did get slapped because I was like, it was a hipster party. Nice. It was a hipster party. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And, and this girl was not having it. She was like, you're not going to drink my PBR? She might have been the original, like, <laughs> the original beer snob. Yeah, like in, in a roundabout. Yeah, she totally yeah. slapped At least, at least like in Kentucky. So weird. Yeah, that's amazing. So, um, yeah, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I was going to say, Delirium's a special beer. I mean, I've always loved the bottle that they I have, the cuter there. Yeah. And, um, 
it's just a it's it's everybody's like gateway belgian i feel like too in this beer fest they had a whole horse-drawn carriage and when i say horse-drawn carriage it was like 12 horses and a carriage and monks in literally what was a fishbowl of delirium wow that's amazing (laughs) that that was like the entrance (laughs) of these that's freaking you know what i'm talking about like the huge delirium goblet type thing i i think a lot of people like beer that like try light styles and like i guess this resonates personally for me but just like your entrance into craft always tends to be a belgian beer Mm -hmm. i I hear the same story and I have the same story all the time. You know what? Like, I think I probably have the same story too. Well, especially with the yeah, I like just the pulled out all the or whatever. <laughs> or all the like your. But, but it's common ground. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of the like flavors you're familiar with if you like domestic American beer. But then you get that character from the yeast, and you get the story behind it, and you get to kind of pretend you're snooty and snobby. So it's like kind of checks all the boxes. It's just <laughs> and it's just delicious. I will say it's a mean. It's a mean name. I mean, it's an ironic but kind of mean name too. Delirium Tremens. Yeah. You have to fill me in on it. It's the I don't know. It's the uh, Scottish. It's the disease you it get <laughs> when you when you when you have alcohol withdrawals. Yeah, gotcha. Oh, Lord. it's delirium yeah. tremens. Yeah. yeah. So delirium is the name of the brewery, and then tremens is the beer, and it's very. I would love to know the story. The I don't. I know with the pink elephant. I feel yeah. like it's all about like trippy it's, stuff. It's a beautiful pink elephant. Yeah, it's great. No, I dig it. I did not know that story. It's um, very interesting. I neither. Yeah, it's mean. So, anyway, <laughs> cheers to delirium. Oh, yeah. uh, the cafe is great. If you're ever in, in uh, Brussels, you should go because uh, it's a fun fun time. Uh, you can get any beer you want there. So, you you do this escapade across Europe. You yep. start getting into more beer than you yep. did before ever. You come home, then what? Come home. I actually get hired at Goose Island, um, like, immediately. And that is where my next beer. that's back in the day, beer, Goose Island, too. Yeah, that, this was actually right after the buy. Really? Okay. Um, is the Orval the because Matilda's not? Yeah, that's I mean, right. This Space is a, yeah, it's yeah. a Matilda. Yep. Matilda's a clone yep. of Orval. It's a mixed firm. Yeah, I haven't had a Matilda in a long time, but when I worked for Goose Island, that's we were pushing that hard mm-hmm. and heavy every day. Um, I so I had to. Sense. That that was my like chapter. Um, and Eddie so, goes out to Eddie Jimmy. Mm. Oh. Shout, out, shout out Eddie because he's the one that like. Also turned me on to Orval. Yeah. He's um, like in Europe right now. <laughs> he, is, he, he is. Buying like <laughs> copious amounts of mustard. It's a lot of mustard. That's all that photo. <laughs> Shout out to Eddie. We're going to send very, this to you yeah, next yeah. week. Yeah, yeah this, sums is, up, this sums goes out up. to Eddie. He is the one that kind of trusted my instincts, which I didn't even trust at the time, to be a beer rep. Hell yeah. Because um, I was working at Whole Foods as a beer buyer mm-hmm. at the time. Yep. And so he took me out on his, in his wing and I moved to Indy and... I'll have to yeah. give Whole Foods a shout out too. They had a lot of people kind of start out working yeah, there Scott around Trapper. the beer. Yeah, yeah. Um, Luke. Some of the like uh, the gentlemen with bells. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, they were they were, they were yeah. great. And uh, Matt Landon, not Which, bad Matt Landon. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the good one. The good one. And Spencer Guy. <laughs> oh really? You really? Whole Foods? No. Oh, okay. No, no, but you, know, you know who did is Bobby, who works at Mile Wide. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they got a good, anyway. good um, Orval's a special beer uh, for so many different people. I remember the first shift that I got off of working at Beer Store, um, Ricky Brown was like, hey, okay. have you had this beer before? Because this is like, the, if, you, if you're going to work here, this is like the beer. And you got to have it in the Orval glass. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so in the, in the chalice and, and it was the first time I ever had it. And I was, I fell in love with it immediately. Like the, the brand story is awesome too. The beer's great. Um, fast forward a couple of years. Um, Ricky's sister's having a like a birthday, I think, there, and they they brought the big chalice from Holy Grail, nice. which is like That's awesome. the, like it's a, it's a distributor's chalice, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. like you don't novel. You're not supposed to own it, You're right? <laughs> uh, so it's it's this giant. What is it like? It has to be three, three liters, a couple liters, at yeah, least. a couple liters. Um, and so I told them time after time, like, hey, we're gonna dump up all this Orval, and it's like, I don't think that's a good idea because I was the only one working, and I said it's gonna break. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want it to break on my watch. And they're like, "It's, it's going to be fine. Just do it." Oh, no. So everybody it's has no a good time. Story, there's sure. there's a good party. There's a picture of me just like taking a giant swig of the giant Orval chalice. And uh, end of the night, it's time to start washing the glass where I leave that for the last thing. And I start start Whoa. washing it. And it's fine. Like it's all clean and everything. And I put it up to dry. Hit the counter on my way up. Shatters. Mm. 
Well, you know what? If it was gonna break, you that was the perfect time of the evening. It. I immediately, <laughs> I immediately like got right in the face, and I was like, "I'm sorry, that sucks." <laughs> At least it wasn't full of beer. I told you that would happen. Though. Yeah. <laughs> you put it out in the universe, Michael. You should uh, have done that. And then, yeah, right. and then yeah. fast forward, I get approached by Lucy and Ricky, and they're just like, hey, if you want to split the costs, we can. I was like, what the fuck is my fault? <laughs> yeah. However, I, I was happy to contribute. And then I uh, actually was able to reach out to uh, to this, like the distributors and the importers like, hey, we got you. <laughs> I would Glass really breaks. like this to happen. Yeah. I, I remember drinking out of it too. So there was a second one. There is a second one. Okay. I got them the second one. Okay. <laughs> and there was an Orvalde. Yeah. Yep. Had- yep. 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 Uh, also, I did get a chance while we're, uh, this is not about me right now, but while we're on the subject of like beer store stuff and, and whatnot, Lori and Tyler, um, shout out to them for giving me so many d- different opportunities totally. to learn about beer. Uh, without them and their relationship, I would not have had the chance to go to Orval in Belgium cool. on a private tour. Like, that's not even open to yeah. the public. No. And they're, they're so huge, too. If we're just talking about things that have built up beer, like in our community. When are they reopening? Hopefully, <laughs> you and everybody Hopefully else soon. I think they're yeah. hi- they're hiring right now, yeah. so that tells me that they're getting closer. You can still get the delicious snacks at Grail Hops. Yeah. yeah. I have a feeling it'll be inside of the next 30 days or so. But I, I, I geeked out. I cried when I went to Orval. Like, I, I saw the private tour. I saw the monastery. Cool. It was, it was fun. S- same thing with Chimay, too. Uh, so anyway, uh, shout out to yeah, traffic sales to everybody. Yeah, they're the, like litigious too. If you uh, if breweries try to name like some Belgian beer that they're making Trappist something, they're like the you worldwide can't. legion of Belgian monk lawyers will come after you. Be like, yo, yeah. that's our shit. You got to put the logo on it. We do have a Trappist brewery in Kentucky. Um, it's not a brewery. Uh, the one way down in like southern Kentucky. I don't think it's a brewery. I think they make beer. We'll, fo- we'll follow up on our next episode. You better come correct. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's only one, one trap. The, lawyer, the monk lawyers are going to come for me. <laughs> so there's a couple uh, monasteries that brew. There's only one Trappist brewery in the U.S., and I think it's in Massachusetts. It's Spencer. Oh, cool. Spencer, okay. yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they make cheese. It's happened before. I don't know. Well, now we have to open this. Yeah. Now yeah. We have to. <laughs> <laughs> on my... Speaking of just like uh, beers. You are not obligated to open up all of these. Just but <laughs> no, I am, though. though. That's um, the plan. Beers that define the style. You know, I think I think that the Hefeweizen and yeast strain was uh, cultured from Franz Gardner. I oh, know cool. that the Trappist yeast, or the quote-unquote, sorry, 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 lawyers, the monastery uh, yeast strain was cultivated, I believe. I think. Maybe. maybe yeah, so. don't sue me. In Minecraft. Well, I think that that's, um was part of the Matilda story is that... Um, the owner of of uh, Goose Island at the time got to know him and mm-hmm. like became friends, and I feel like gave him a little bit of these. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I yeah, believe awesome. it. It's like that close that he yeah. made Matilda like, for trust you with the... like a homage to Orval. That's awesome. Yeah. It was not com- in com- competition in any yeah. way, shape, or form. Just to pay just, homage to the yeah. you know style. And, you I mean, if you really wanted it, you would get it. So yeah. it's like, you yeah. might as well do it in good faith. <laughs> and so you're, you're working at Goose. You're learning about Matilda. Yep, working at Goose. Um, that. What, what, what were you doing for Goose? I was the sales manager in Indiana. Nice. Um, had the whole state. It was quite... It's a big state. Quite large. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's huge. And, um, Very long. Like I said, my first experience um, as a sales rep. So I was coached by Eddie. Um, I also, my, like, beer lady I goddess... I knew that. Lindsay Bonadonna in um, River, Cincinnati. Rivertown. Yeah, she that's her ex-husband. Nice. Uh, worked for Rivertown, and um, she's amazing. Thanks to Michael, I recently got reconnected to her, um, and she's rock star still. She's not in the beer industry, but kind of is because she's dating one of the owners of Mad Tree. Nice. She was like my beer goddess guru. At the time, there was not a lot of females. Very alike. Um, uh, big into like yoga yeah i don't know why I was well she's like a health coach Namaste. she's Namaste, like a health Michael. coach and she does yoga yeah. so yeah she's a bunch of awesome do you have like a top three takeaway or if somebody's entering becoming a beer rep do you have a top three liz tips for how to be a good beer um, rep? i would say uh befriend your distributor um because you're only one person yeah. and your distributor is lots of people um so that is i think one thing i learned early on uh yeah just be I consider my distributor like my coworkers, not like we're in competition or anything. Um, also just 
if you say something, you got to follow up and you got to do that. <laughs> Whatever it is, it could be, I'm going to take a sleeve of coasters, uh, you know, I'm going to, whatever it is, yeah. just, just do what you say you're going to do. I feel like that's a big thing. Um, and yeah, just be soak up all the knowledge. Um, I'm still learning stuff yeah, me in too. this industry. Yep. Um, yeah, just be an open book. Stick to your word. Yeah. Drink good beer. Yeah. <laughs> and be nice to people. Yes. Yes. But <laughs> that's nailed good, it. That's good like life advice. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. This this has been Liz Tips. Remember <laughs> <laughs> this next segment. Next segment on Second Commons Radio Hour. Um, and then I guess next phase of my my beer life would be uh, uh the yeah. good right. West Bring it home. Some, uh, <laughs> as the as the you know, the, the locals call it eye pizzle. <laughs> the eye pizzle. So funny story about the Wessex IPA. I didn't really know much about Wessex when they first came around in 2012. Um, but the very first time I had this was on the the island in the highlands, as Denny would call it. The, uh, monkey wrench. Monkey wrench. Oh, <laughs> the second yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so love Denny. Love, and yeah. Denny, yeah, Denny is, is uh, one of my really good friends. But um, Monkey wrench was a hang. Oh, I, I went there too much, yeah. stayed too late yeah. most times. But this uh, IPA, I was like, wow, this is really good. And this was like the first time I'm ever hearing about West Six. And then you're like, wait, this is made in Lexington? Yeah. Like, this is like what yeah. I get from, you know, the West Coast breweries. And, um, like and funny story about how I got involved with West Six, because I didn't, like I said, I didn't really know much about West Six. Um, was at the, I don't know if you guys remember the good old Liba Brew Fest. Yeah, yeah, I missed that. At the um, Bath Stadium? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was dope. And uh, Brady, my my boss currently, he comes up to me and he goes, would you be, I was doing like three jobs part-time, like a crazy person. He goes, would you be willing to possibly work for West Six? And at that time, I like totally written off being a sales rep because I kind of, I don't know, I just didn't, it wasn't really in my cards at the time. Yeah. But then he actually like called me that Monday and had a interview at in Lexington That's at awesome. West six. And that was the first time that I'd ever seen that spot. Um, random side note, I used to work for drinks well, who did their system. And so I saw it like when it was in progress mm -hmm. with Ed who owns drinks well right now. Um, no, and, cool dude. yeah, really cool. dude. He's, yeah. he's an, another kind of guy I look up to as yeah. well in this industry, but, um, so super cool. Totally drank the Kool-Aid. Um, I thought it was one of the coolest places I had ever been. And this was year one of West Six. Well, even from year one. So I remember like living in Lexington um, and, you know, Damon, Damon Country Boy opened up around the mm -hmm. same time. But it was very like clear. About a month apart. Yeah. That West Six felt like mission driven from like day. And not to say that there's any like dichotomy sure. with Country Boy or whatever. But I just was so attracted to their brewery because it always was like beer with community yeah because i mean even their tap room down there has it just became so a they, community hub in that neighborhood immediately they and they had have, four whole beers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> four beers i think they brought i don't know if it's still on tap in lexington but they brought the dead heat wheat back which was <laughs> like <laughs> one of i think one of the core beer lists um or maybe at, when they switched to six it was one of those. A lot changes in 10 years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, West Six from day one and still to this day um, have three core values. Uh, making good beer, like you said. Um, they have, they, we, we have um, invested in so many different aspects of making consistent good beer. We even have our employees um, regularly test the beer and write notes. Um, and they've all been through sensory training. So um, we're pretty well versed um, in all that, and also you know community focused. Um. If you like go to a random like five k in Lexington, it's sponsored by West Six. If there's a bike <laughs> yeah. league that needs yeah. a sponsor, it's West Six. If there's a dog show, bike polo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bike polo. Heck yeah! Shout out to our friend. R.I.P. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. What they've they, I've noticed that from day one is like they got their name attached to everything cool that was going on community wise, and they would always pick like fun mm -hmm. small groups too. Yeah. You know, so um, I, I always noticed that and appreciated. And that. then the last one is is just to be a good place to work. Oh yeah, you know a very open environment. Um, I really think that West Six is really great at hiring. Um, the four owners, the four founders um, are pretty, each have a piece of the puzzle, you know. Um, of course, some overlaps, but I feel like they're each 
pretty different personalities, which I think together creates. You often see that in like companies, you know, it's like, it's interesting to see like the breakup of the. The founding Mm -hmm. fathers. Yeah. Yeah, We should learn. We call them the dads. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Yeah, That's great. Also, if you talk to them, you'll immediately know which one is in charge of which thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. that's true. I've only met two. Really? Yeah, there's Brady, Ben, yeah. Joe, and Robin. Robin. I've had three. Yeah. Robin doesn't come out much. He's our head brewer, our original head brewer. We've got a couple others that kind of help him now, but he is the brainchild behind this recipe yeah. um, and beyond. Well, six, again, going back to the good beer thing, like, I do remember distinctly drinking that, and they're like, because, like, you know, we couldn't get a ton of yeah. good stuff down there. <laughs> like, if you got a Sierra Nevada six-pack of Torpedo at the like little liquor bar and you were like oh cool yeah um but then you drink west six and it's like this tastes like a west coast ipa and what's crazy um i know this sounds super weird right now excuse me in 2022 but uh this was the first kentucky beer in a can yeah that's right yeah yeah. um and i remember as a sales rep going to a couple accounts that wouldn't buy it because it's a can uh, how times have changed. <laughs> and, yeah. That, like literally they're like, oh, your beer's in a can. It's hard being 29. I feel so old. <laughs> I feel so old. But that, that is the quintessential West six beer. When I think about West six, I think about the IPA. Yeah. There's no name to it. It's just, it's just yeah. IPA. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all, that's all you need. Yep. Right. And shout out to Cricket Press who has been through a lot with us, but I think we're we're starting to bring the star back. I don't know if you guys have what? Oh, known it. Let's, not necessarily. We're talk about it. We have a whole trademark. Hold on. Thing. Not necessarily <laughs> where it is, oh, but um, oh, if you've noticed on our nineteen point two ounce cans, just where where's Waldo the star? Okay, just to yeah, say okay. it. Right, we were right. going to talk about lawsuits <laughs> and not that one. And but. what's funny? Um, I'll, I brought you just it up that out of your magic hat. I brought, I brought it up. Well, um, I we were at Bonnaroo with working with West Six. Um, they have might, might still have, but they've got a brewer's tent. It's like a whole craft beer tent, mm-hmm. um, and we worked it a couple years. And the uh, Magic Hat, um, I think he was the graphic designer, came up and apologized to really? us. He's like, guys, I had no control. Of he this just like, he's really? like, I'm so sorry. He's Have like, some magic hat beers. <laughs> I stole the flag for, I stole the star from Islam. Like I didn't even. So know it was, it was totally done. I think it looks just of... like the the Islamic crest. <laughs> it does. It's it was supposed to be like a compass rose. All right. Yeah. So uh, for for context, I guess we can just start start talking about that. Liz, can you divulge a little bit about what that? Yeah. What we're talking so, about here. So um, back in the day, West Six had a star, kind of like upper right hand corner, in the right. But if you if it was if you're not familiar with the logo, it's a it's a six in a circle. And West Six refers to the geography of the tap. Right. Yeah, we are located on conveniently on West Sixth Street yeah. in Lexington. So it, it was kind of just, yeah, geography-ness. Um, Cricket Press actually designed it, and they're amazing in Lexington. They're actually located um, right behind West Six. Their headquarters are in what we consider the bread box, which is an artist mm-hmm. studio. It's got about eight artist studios, and Cricket Press is, is kind of the flagship uh, there. Um, but, yeah, they – I guess it was not even – I feel like it had just happened when I like started. Like 13 or 14? Yeah. Within five years, yeah. right? I want to say like within the first for the first year or two. Oh, really? Okay. It was early on in Wessex history. Um, and actually, it's an ongoing thing that our, some of our long-term employees have tattoos of the star. Ah, uh, nice. <laughs> As they should. I, <laughs> I have glassware of the star. Yeah, I have some starware somewhere. Sell that on eBay. Nice. So, but I, I oh, yeah. also so just to actually tell people the story. So, so you guys had this little star on your logo. We had the star, which again, it's just a giant six. Yeah, it's a compass rose. Yeah. yeah, but I guess upside down, it looks similar to the Magic Hat logo, which is a nine. Which is a nine. Which and is it, different. Than it six. actually which is happened different. when we released the amber ale, which has a similar color scheme to the Magic Hat number nine. So that would have been the first year. Oh, or so. And they got triggered, and you got a C and D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it had a. Six and a star and, and a nine and a star, and it was colored like beer. Was that like kind of? I mean, I know social media has been around for mm. a little bit, but that was like that was one of the first viral, kind of, like, uh, I mean, that was one of the first times I heard about beer trademark controversies. And I think it took social media took it and ran with it because West Six was so local centric and mm-hmm. community driven. Was Magic Hat 
still privately owned back nope. at that point? That they was, were owned by one of those companies, and right? it was the uh, in South America, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was that company <clears throat> that sued us, mm-hmm. or that's not they didn't sue us. They did not. They did not sue us at all. Basically said it would yeah. be, or else you change it, or yeah. else. So, um, yeah, but we just can't put a star there. But but there, were, there but there was <laughs> we enough, can put so, a star on the game. anywhere else. <laughs> but so, but these <laughs> days, you know, everybody. Like it's a it's a sign of pride if you're a brewery to get a C and D. Yeah, you guys were first. So, but you all were first, and in that regard, like you were able to say, like, hey, look at this. You don't have to talk to this if you don't want, but like, look at this big company coming yeah. after this small local yep. brewery in the middle of Kentucky. Yep. Uh, I feel like had they not, obviously the product speaks for, speaks for itself. It's good, but they sped up the evolution of West Six. I feel like by definitely like, getting this campaign. Out. Yeah, like they did viral marketing on behalf of you all. Yeah. Kind of um, like West Smith, what Will Smith just did to Chris Rock's career. <laughs> Third Will Smith reference. There are many more to come. Um, and I do think because of that, our social media is stronger than ever right now. Uh, we've got a lot of followers. We actually just hired a social media lady to run. We, it's hard to keep up. We've got so many different mm-hmm. channels now because... We've got the West Six Tap Room in Lexington. We've got West Six Nulu, West Six Farm. The farm is cool. So We've got the, the West Six awesome. Box Park. I don't know if you guys know about that. There. It's is that up in Northern Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah, Covington. It's, yeah, it's yeah. actually um, Newport. Newport. It's oh, right across sorry. from the. It's different. <laughs> sorry. It's close. Columbus. It's close. Charlotte. Right across from the, <laughs> the aquarium. Oh, and nice. then, okay. Um, we just announced uh, the West Six Cantina. It's a food truck, and I think it's going to be living a lot at the farm. Um, but I'm hoping to get it to spotlight up here in Louisville. Oh, yeah. If I could take one second. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to read the amphibian scene again? <laughs> Obviously. I was going to. Um, I, w- I will say we we talk about on this podcast diversity and inclusion a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had several female guests at this point. Um, one thing with West Six that it seems like from the beginning they've always tried to incorporate female mm-hmm. you know inclusive audience to this you being long-standing I would employee say like 70 percent of the people i know that work for west six are of the female it's funny you guys say side that of the equation. um because at bach fest that i know michael was there i was yeah, there yeah i don't know i was, working. I, oh. I was here i'm always it's okay. here well i noticed at one point in the wet because i kind of helped out in the west six tent a little bit um it was all females mm-hmm. that's great yeah. <laughs> i looked around and i was like this it's not anywhere else, but yeah. I'm not like dogging on anybody, but it was just a yeah, weird, it's cool. it's a like weird just, coincidence. Yeah. <sighs> you guys have been doing that for a long time though. I guess that's what I was getting yeah. at. Like before any movement, it was, it seemed very intentional that there was, you know, like opportunities and we've had Kenzie on. There before, are some pretty and, strong females yeah. at West six. And yeah. they will have a banging team too. So it's like, yeah. if it ain't yeah. broke. Yeah. Um, I mean, so you, you've got all these different locations now, but it's my understanding that everything's still within Kentucky, right? A hundred percent. Well, so the only, we go to Cincinnati and that's only because sure. our Stag distributor in Northern Kentucky, Stagnaro, has a house. Both, oh, that's cool. Both in Newport, in Northern Kentucky and in Cincinnati. Yeah, sure. So, um, but yeah, sticking it local. Uh, I've I mean, Cincinnati getting... is just part of greater Newport, right? So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, we're just trying to dig as deep as we can into Kentucky and um, become the... The beer of Kentucky. Yeah. No plans of really going outside the state. That's awesome. Well, compare that to some like like the... Um, New Glarus. Yeah, exactly. Like that's... Yeah. People... It adds to their brand that you yeah. can... You have to go there to get yeah. it or have a friend, basically. And, and I know people that live outside of Kentucky that moved away years ago. Maybe they went to UK or, or whatever, and I'm going to go in their area. And they're like, hey, can you bring me some, yeah. some IPA? So you're West saying Kentucky. we should start a side business, bootlegging I mean, West Six beer to people... If I travel, beer is currency. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if totally. you guys know that. <laughs> that takes me back to the good old days of yeah. beer trading too, before it was all like cutthroat duck trading weirdos duck or duck trading. racing, whatever the hell you guys are doing <laughs> on TikTok. Uh, but you would travel and you would take your local beer with you and you'd exchange it for New Glarus or if you're I think yeah, my favorite beer trade is was actually at Bonnaroo. We were uh, ben and Jerry's is right there, and we would trade uh, beer for ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good trade. It was a win-win. That's, yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, you've you've grown along with West Six. So, what? How has your role changed throughout the years? Um, I'd say I'm doing less kind of on the streets and more um, on the streets. <laughs> yeah, more, <laughs> more behind the computer, like on the streets. As in, like I remember 
when I first started with Wessex, I would be hitting accounts, you know, sun up to sundown and then all over again. Um, I don't do it as hard as I, as I did back in the hey, day. Hey, that's a tough job because it requires day drinking and fortitude. Day, and, like, and also just like, I mean, getting like people mm-hmm. are not sometimes not as nice as yeah. other people's. Mm-hmm. And, um, sure. Yeah, just having a, a strong backbone and, you know, never giving up, kind of. Yeah. Uh, but now I've got... Um, it takes a rare person to be like that like, oh, yeah. on the ground. I'm just going to use Scott Likens as like an <laughs> ultimate example. Like it takes a, a, a strong personality to like be able to do that. And totally, do it well totally. For a long period of time. Yeah. Because it's demanding. It's, it's a hustle. It's, it's a hustle, hustle. yeah. 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 Um, so yeah. So what, um, in addition to all the, the beers that you brought, we, we had asked you to also do a, a quick show and tell, like we asked for all of our guests to do. So we were wondering, like, was there anything that you, that you wanted so to So I tell? was going to bring my dog. I'll, 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 cause David was like, and bring something you love. Yes. And so I was like, first thing in my head, I was like, oh, I'm just going to bring my dog, Mr. Guess Guess. Um, Mr. Guess Guess. And then I was out and about so um and he's old <laughs> and very lazy Aww. these days yeah big dog <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but um so i decided i kind of had a uh yeah just an amazing epiphany last night of how amazing this not only louisville is in general i love this city i was i grew up here i moved away come back the vortex is real um but there's so many i was just like naming off in my head so many amazing things that I love about Louisville, WFPK, mm-hmm. um, John Timmons, Your Ecstasy. I can like go into little sub-tangents. Um, over the last week, um, a really amazing friend and someone in the beer community passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I felt... We can, there we was, can, we can shout out to Tim. Yeah, yeah Tim. Tim. Cheers. Happy birthday. Yep. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Just like a... Love that man. And I just... Genuinely good and very... Another strong personality. Just like a good person. And I felt the love um, pretty hard. Uh, it was it was a beautiful thing. Um, I felt his presence. I, I know he was looking down and smiling. Um, it's just... The city is magic. Yeah. And um, yeah. You guys, I, I, you guys yeah. create the magic as well. Um, with Ale Trail and just bringing bringing it all home yeah well we've you know we we've been around the block a few times like i remember growing up in louisville um there was stuff to do but it was very different like back pre i don't know what like i guess i've i mean you're only 29 so yeah well i know i like all this gray hair just popped up like uh, recently (laughs) like you know back in the like uh early aughts and whatnot Mm -hmm. it was very different than it is like very different fun thing to do on a and we were also, you know, younger and into different stuff. But, like, you'd go to, like, weird punk rock shows at, like, churches uh, or the uh, Crescent old, Hill Baptist. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> Wait, did Crescent Hill oh, Baptist yeah. have? <laughs> we would have punk rock shows there. What? Yeah. No Skull Alley? I went to Skull Alley, too. Uh, that was, okay. this there was, was before. There was Twice Told Music. Wait, There's, like, the. Uh, I went to all these. The Edge House. <laughs> the Brick House. Like, brick all these house. places. But, like, again, Rob Lee, when we had him on here, was like, oh, the second time I moved back to Louisville. Yeah. I was like, excuse me, you right, moved right, back right. to Louisville? Twice. Twice. It's like, yep, it's a vortex. Yeah. It is a vortex. It really is. Um, and I wrote down a couple. I just think that I've, there's a lot of support. Um, Crowler Catering being one. Um, mm-hmm. Tish is another one of my really good friends. And she, like, goes out of her way to support local restaurants. Absolutely. Local artisans. Um, and even just at Bachfest alone, she was um, Eiderdown is now doing catering only. And she... Yeah was the one cooking their brats Hell and yeah. their, their dogs. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Amazing well, stuff. I, I could not agree more. And then especially you do go away, you go to Lexington, you go to elsewhere yeah. and then you come back and it's, it's like, like, I'm home. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and it's the same as it used to be, but it's different now. Like it, it's grown, yeah. it's grown up. I, I would argue our scene is kind of unmatched. Um, there's, yeah. there's always this like comparison of like, uh, seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Sure. But like in Louisville, it's really two. It is. It's uh, high school. If like, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If that. And that, like, when, so, uh, you, you all know I got back from Texas a couple weeks ago, but I was talking to somebody, he's like, oh, and I, 
my parents live in Louisville. And I was like, oh, tell me who they are. And he's like, why would you want to know who my parents are? And I'm like, I'm like well, I I, we probably a, know that. Yeah. There's a high degree that I probably know these people. Because um, they're my cousins. Like, I didn't. Um, but the chances were in my favor, I yeah. won't say. And if you had another 10 minutes to go over it, you could have found something. No, I, I will say that that is that is good and bad because, you know, we, we were in our our bubbles within Louisville and we, and the, you know, we use the people that drink beer probably only use a their quarter bubble. of the city sure. and, and, and hang yep. out with their bubble. So yep. there are a lot of people in Louisville that we don't interact with. So I like my bubble. I do too. It's a great <laughs> bubble. And you're right. Like I can't, I can't like bump into anybody uh, without like, Oh, you know, and so-and-so mm-hmm. and this person. Oh, and you went to high school with this person. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's a special place in, in that regard. I, I love And I was city. just like, I mean, I, I was in Jefferson County and looking at the amazing stars last night and it all kind of came rushing in and I even had to take notes just like of all of the like Hilltop Tavern. Yeah. Um, just like Melwood Tavern. Yep. I, I love Scott and just the different some people have, have bounced and their timelines um like old bbc yeah they all a lot of people came from st matthew's bbc yeah. buck comes in here like once or twice a year <laughs> and to get homebrew supplies he's like i want to make some beer by the Another, way bbc buck dark, <laughs> I, know, dark I, star tavern. I don't know if you guys yeah i remember there. that place on frankfurt yeah that's a good spot so and that's really interesting because a lot of uh the breweries now because we've grown we've tripled the amount of breweries or something like that in the last five years mm-hmm. i mean more than that at this point um, it's nuts right Yeah, now. but we're getting to this point now where we see, like, this incestuous kind of hierarchy. Like, oh, this this brewer who just opened this place <laughs> used to work at these two places. Yeah, right. And before, I kind of love we it. We didn't have that before. It. That's what you want. Yeah. Th- that yeah. is, that's exactly what you want. That's, 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 that's what I'm saying. Culture. Exactly. Yeah. Now I know that we're on a trajectory that's really kind of... When I worked at Goose Island, there was a, literally a tree where all the people from the different Chicago breweries... Probably Goose Island starting out. Yeah. We're doing that. Just to yeah. say. We're doing that. Yeah. <laughs> add, that, add, add that yeah. to the project list. It, it is cool. You, you said either the word inbreeding or incestuous a minute ago. So I was going <laughs> to pick up on that. Just to make sure our gene pool doesn't get too like self-isolated, though. It is interesting now, too, in Louisville, we start to see outside stuff coming in. Like you were, you had the Goose Island influence. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other Goose Island influence sure. in Louisville sure. now. Um, you well, know, the Noble Funk, like they opened up in Louisville, but they had traveled all over the world, or yeah. well, like they mm-hmm. brewed all over the country. A, a like, microcosm of that is um, Lexington. Sure. Uh, oh, Altec. Yeah, Scott Mann. Yeah. Scott Mann. So many people had a brew beer. Yeah, Brandon Flown. Robin out. came from Altec too. I, Robin, came, I okay. came from Altec. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. See, see yeah. so we already have that yeah. tree. Yeah, it's there. Just, we just have to visualize it, and, and that's you the have next to project. Ask a lot of questions. Yeah. Uh, I would also <laughs> argue a lot of that tree might have to do with one um, Roger Baylor. Yeah, uh, yeah. With, with Common House, so kind of taking in and pivoting to uh, like a Louisville beer news segment. I think sure. like, I, I need to talk about this for a second. It's Is that special. Common House, uh, I love their food. It's it's amazing. It's it's the new it's the new spot in Jeffersonville across the river there. And I feel like we've been asking when it's going to open, much like Holy Grail over the last you know year or so when they first announced. Um, Roger had originally uh, opened uh, New Albanian. And New Albanians were so many people. And I think Joe's there. Yeah, too. exactly. So that was that was my next point. So Joe's, uh, you know, the owner, he also opened up Pints and Union. Uh, it's They're both special places. And, and he pulled Roger in to kind of help with the beverage program. Yeah. Risky move. <laughs> I think Joe started at Bank Street. Okay. So Another I did not, I did not know that. Thing. So mm-hmm. it goes full yeah. circle in that way. Yeah. yeah. Roger's, uh, like... At articles have been so on point lately. So, so just for context for the people that don't live around here, uh, Roger Baylor, uh, like I said, he opened up a brewery a long time ago. Now he's been kind of in the restaurant beverage scene, uh, but he is a traditionalist in so many he's different like ways. Louisville's Michael Jackson, yeah, kind of. No, that, that that's that's the, a the great, beer writer, Michael Jackson. Yeah, the beer writer. Uh, all of our, yeah, David is like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you know, there was, a, there was a beer writer named Michael Jackson at one point. Yeah. And he went all over the country, and I'm twelve. Yeah. Beer, beer hunter. <laughs> Uh, beer hunter, yeah, that was a great. Show. It was, he was like one of the first like beer. Got, talking about guys. Belgian beers, he like yeah. kind of brought Belgian beer. To I will bring it full circle. Yeah. yeah. So did you mean Michael Jackson? No, no, but I'm saying Roger Baylor. So yeah. I am. I consider Roger Baylor a friend, an acquaintance. Um, him and I both know each other. Um, but when I first got my job at Goose Island, it was 
right after the buyout, the AB buyout, and there was an extremely large, like, anti oh, yeah. use island. That Roger uh-huh. Baylor was probably at the head of. <laughs> he was. The potable <laughs> curmudgeon. <He> was. <laughs> yeah. The communist mayor of New Albany. It was, and Eddie yeah. even uh, warned me about this. Um, so, Roger, if you're talking, if you're listening, I, I'm still a fan, but it's funny how the times yeah. change. Look how well capitalism has worked, Roger. <laughs> yeah. So he he's a, a you know he's been involved with some of our things before. He was on our Wobble Beer History panel. You mm-hmm. can go back and actually listen to that because we uploaded the audio a while ago. Uh, but just for context, Common House is a a new you know German style, actually Bavarian style specifically, uh, restaurant and beer bar, and they have all the classics beer styles you could ever want. Yeah. Some and the, the food, food very it's amazing. Like, yeah. uh, I think they had um, a hot Cheetos Wiener Schnitzel. Love it. So that was something <laughs> so weird. Uh, but I mean, it looked amazing. I, I had some awesome bologna. Uh, but he he is on a mission, much like us with the Kentucky Common. He wants that too, but he wants to make just any kind of smoked beer prevalent. Sure. He wants that so badly because he's just like, hey, this is what I like. I think other people would like it too. So he, I think, just recently introduced a collab with Against the Grain mm-hmm. for Common House purposes called Last Train to Bomberg. Are you all familiar huh. with this? Yeah. Only, yeah. Well, tell us more. I would like to. We're going <laughs> to cut this out. No, we're not. It's, uh-huh. a, it's, a, it's a dark smoke amber that they did with a, a considerable amount of smoke with Against the Grain, who loves to put smoke in everything. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think that the average customer does like smoked beer. I feel like the, the smoked not beer yet. you're going to find on the shelves in a liquor store might be out of date. Yeah, you need to have kind of smoked beer, like even the lagers. Drink like, it fresh. Drink yeah. it fresh, yes. At least have not At had it sitting like a hot truck or <laughs> yes. something. Yeah, because those, those flavors can go... <laughs> yeah awry very quickly the flavor can go up and smoke yeah but you know it, it, it's a it's a worthwhile campaign i i love them for it um yeah, i, I totally. appreciate against the totally. grain doing that and kind of coming together on a recipe um personally love it yeah. uh, i don't have anything else for louisville beer news david do you have anything i think i see you opening up your your book here he's about to finish the story i was, I was about to read the next passage <laughs> you want to you want to use that to uh, to read us out here at the end but you want to talk about stone and keystone real quick no no i would like anyone who wants to hear the rest of the story and it's 500 preceding chapters to subscribe to our Patreon at three dollars a month, there you go, and I will provide this content. Or David's, or David's OnlyFans, uh, which is, <laughs> is only, only amphibians. <laughs> yeah, yeah, only amphibians. Um, so taking us in and kind of wrap things up here for a little bit. Uh, I know we talked briefly about breweries sending other breweries C and Ds and how we all get along after that. Yeah, John, what's in the beer news? Well, the biggest beer news this week um, was the lawsuit. Between, I can't. I'll figure out who started it here in a second. But it was between. Uh, I think. Uh, I think Stone started. No, it was Miller. Well, sorry, 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 sorry. I mean Stone. Yeah, they were the uh, yeah. litigious party. Uh, so anyway, three years ago, four years ago, back in 2017, Keystone. You guys all know Keystone Light, bitter beer face. Rebranded their beer, their light beer, Keystone Light, to Stone Light. Half the word. It's probably half the. It's like the entire can or whatever. Too. It was just yeah, stone. Just it was stone. Big sixteen ounce. And, and they had some billboards, I think, that got graffitied around here. I completely believe that. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Well, okay. no, no, not specifically, was... but I'm not surprised by that. I'm I'm gonna have to dig yeah. dig it that one up. Uh, <laughs> so Stone Brewing Company uh, found out about this, <laughs> cool. and the um, what's that gentleman's name? The co-founder, Greg Cook, Co- Co- Greg Cook, Co- Greg, Greg Cook, Co- 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 I'm never not sure how to pronounce it. I'm not sure either. Nassel? Uh He made this like 15, oh, 20 minute like YouTube, like he just off his cuff, like telling about how this was damaging his soul and he couldn't believe they were doing this and they were infringing on Stone's like really well-established brand. The beer says Stone. It's designed to cause confusion in the marketplace. It's designed to be an attack against craft beer. All of the kind of things that, you know, reflect big companies kind of trying to trample little companies. Um, Isn't Keystone in the Budweiser? Cow? I think it's Miller Coors, uh, but oh, it's it it's now it's uh, Molson Coors. Oh, Molson. Yeah, Molson, they all, they, yeah. they merged too, so conglomerate. Let's just say that. Um, so Stone filed suit, claiming that basically they were yeah impinging upon their brand, taking away from their sales, confusing the marketplace, uh, and furthermore, they alleged that Keystone was doing this intentionally um, to try to. Because like they because view the, craft beer as a threat. Obviously, the market for people to buy stone, stone and also want to buy keystone. Right. Yeah. yeah, or sawstone. 
Sauce Stone, yeah. That's I have the a, other a sauce thing right here, too. I know. That was the Kentucky one, right? Yeah. yeah. And did Stone win from that one? Did anyone they just win? Said that one's still and they, cool. Yeah. So, it's not so very... Or no, 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 no. This, this is part of the conversation. Stone took it upon themselves to start suing everybody. Uh, I, was, I will give, I'll only give Stone this one little bit of cover. I'm sure that was Stone's lawyers saying, if we want to win this yeah. copy mark no, case, we have no, to show Greg, No, because Greg Cook, he... He gets a, his personality very involved. Thing. Yeah, you have to show that you're trying to enforce it. Because, well, why didn't you do it here? I, yeah. And I get that. But Greg went out of his way to, to be like dick, kind of to dick. be an asshole okay. about it. Because yeah. he would like write this long blog post about how people were like threatening him yeah. and Stone over the them going after Sawstone. Stone. Which, by the way, Stone, Stone, Stone's like a small brewery. Very two, small. Two, two, two barrels, maybe, in, maybe. in Moorhead, Kentucky. Just that was open. Only. It was taproom that They don't distribute. Maybe open for one year total oh, no, before Stone Brewing went after them. Now, I just need to paint the picture that nobody in Moorhead that's going to Saw Stone Brewing no. will ever confuse it for Stone. <laughs> no. They don't walk in there expecting, hey, where's Greg? Like, they're not. Right. that's not the question. Yeah. I've seen all his YouTube rants. And so Stone intentionally went out of their way, not just Saw Stone, but a bunch of people, some distilleries too, mm -hmm. I believe, that anything that had Stone in the word, they went after, sent... Partially worded letters. Yep. So the reason they did all that, aside, you know, is because they have to have the track record that they're trying to defend their copyright. Mm -hmm. um, and they had alleged they this copy this suit that they filed a few years back, which finally went to trial last week, and the jury came back very quickly. Yeah, because this has been a while. The Keystone it's been going on Stone for years thing. since 2017, I think. It's Keith Stone. Keith, Keith Stone. Stone. <laughs> yeah. Cool, like Keith Stone. So they claimed that this was all done intentionally to damage their brand, and they asked for 216 million dollars in damages. Uh, the jury came back unanimously, um, awarded Stone Brewery, not to be confused with Keystone, just if anybody's confused. Uh, they found them to be correct in their claim that Keystone had infringed upon their copyright, however, not intentionally. That's probably much harder to prove. So they ended up getting $56 million in damages. Whoa. Fifty-six million. So That's still I, I hope a decent from Keystone. Chunk oh, it's a great. However, the board is getting bonuses. My, well, my yeah. take, wait, well, let me let me read you my takeaways here, and then let's commentary. Yeah. So let me read you statements from both parties, and then give your yeah. commentary. So here's uh, Greg. Cock, 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 cock. cock. Yeah. This is cock. a his, this is an historic day cook, for Stone cook, Brewing cook. and for the craft beer industry, said Stone co-founder Greg Cock. Molson Coors threatened our heritage, but we stood up to that threat. They will put the key back in Keystone, ending their hostile four-year co-op of the Stone name. Cheers to our legion of fans, friends, and supporters who believe in the good that craft beer brings. This is your win, too. Meanwhile, Molson Coors spokesperson, uh, Marty Maloney, used the decision as an opportunity to take another swipe at Stone, insinuating that the small brewery had other motives for this lawsuit. What we learned through this trial is that Stone Brewing's lawsuit was not driven by consumer confusion and that Stone Brewing has a four, $464 million debt. Well, I bet they do have well, Who doesn't have a debt these days? And that Stone Brewing has a $464 million debt to pay to their private equity investors in 2023. They are still several to... Anyway, no, they no, go on no, to say that this but, will go on through appeals and that no money's going to change hands anytime soon. But for real, though, mm. I you know they, they appointed a new CEO yeah, within the last yeah. couple of years. and Maria. Uh, um, yeah, her. Uh, and she's got on the record saying that, like, we're in financial struggles. Yeah. They they are going through some stuff right now. So, and that's been kind of connected to the lawsuit over the last, you Probably know, a couple years. Probably a pandemic doesn't hurt, doesn't yeah, help the doesn't situation. Right, for sure. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm, you know, the 56, it's not like people are getting rich off of it. Uh, I would just ask, though, that, like, isn't this all just a little too much? Like... <laughs> Well, it's like normally you cheer for the little guy against the big guy, but the little guy's an asshole, so you're just yeah, like, I don't like, really care who, uh, yeah, who, who wins provenance of this. Instead of David versus Goliath, it's like Goliath versus like, his asshole cousin or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, and then like, David's it's standing like, there with the, the, the thing. Yeah, it's so like, like you, which you know, one do I swing at? Obviously, Miller was kind of in the wrong doing Stone, but, you know, Greg and Stone didn't need to go up and slap him like... Will Smith and Chris Rock. <laughs> like, there it is. There obviously, there's fault, but it didn't deserve that. Yeah. Uh, and again, I would just harp on the on the fact that uh, hey, if uh, your uh, organization was one set of C and D to completely change all of your branding uh, by Stone, 
I'm sorry, maybe you should ask for a cut of that pie. So to celebrate, I went out and did buy some Keystone. Oh. I haven't had Keystone in years. Not the best. Wait, not, that's not... Is it out of date? No, this isn't Keystone. Uh, what is this? <laughs> That's just stone. Oops. Oh, this is stone? Yeah. God damn it. I was trying to get <laughs> you were so stone. You were confused, weren't you? They brought confusion to the marketplace and I bought stone IPA. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah. You should get a $56 million refund. I can't believe that we accidentally bought stone IPA instead of Keystone Light. They have harmed my Crazy. brand. Irreputable. Irreputably. So we're probably going to get a lawsuit after this podcast in some regard. So we're going to finish these beers right now. Uh, And hey, if if you want to help us fund that that C&D rebuttal, uh, you can visit our Patreon and, and pay for a monthly subscription. Less, you know, it's three bucks a month. You can tip us three bucks. You enjoy the content. What's the don't website? Patreon.com slash KY Commons. David, you want to uh, read us out? Time seed slow this morning as Cedric recalled the events of the previous Thanks evening. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thrilling thoughts flowed for around his head this like a boulder in a large story. stream. Liz, thank you so much. Why did Erica <laughs> leave the bog? Why did her brother Jeffrey follow James back to the moss pile? Cole's dad saw the whole thing and said nothing. Somebody knows where Bree is, and Cedric was going to find out. Cedric had gazed enough for the morning and okay, hopped into the water now. to go see James. James had lived an entire life in the stream and was sure to know something about Bree. If nothing else, James, theoretically, always was stirring the pot. Wait, Get is it? it your name's James? He has no arms because he's a Castilian. Cedric liked to stay by the banks, but James much preferred the dense, dark dwelling of the mud. James must have had an inclination of Cedric's coming, as he was found today, plying on the waters in a shallow stream. Into next week's chapter.